0: Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Yossi Grossbaum, Shliach of Folsom, California, which is in northern California, a suburb of Sacramento, on the topic of communication through writing. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experience, experiences and help Shluchem have more luck on their Shluchos. Sure. So let's begin by thanking our sponsors. I would like to thank Shluchem Jewelers, the Metanic Group, and Gift Card Zen. Gift Card Zen is one of our new sponsors. It's uh, a local business here in Flagstaff, um, someone who's involved in Chaban. And uh, they let you save extra money on all your out or household purchasing at Walmart, Target, etc., any major retailer. Tell them you're from Chaban. So let's get right to it. I know, Yasser, you send out emails that are not the typical weekly emails. look Luchim, um, including myself, I have to say, we'll, we'll write all upcoming events, a little recap on past events, and, uh, and share a thought, either from Steve Freeman, someone else, on Chabad.org. Um, tell me what's different about your emails and why you decided to do that.
1: Well, about four and a half years ago, I started writing my own email every week. Um, <clears throat> instead of taking a canned message that's written by somebody else in somebody else's, ver- in somebody else's voice, and in somebody else's style, and clearly not my own, clearly not from my own message. Um, I started writing my own email. Actually, I should give credit where credit, credit is due. Due, um, Mendy Wolf is a shliach uh, in Manhattan. He lives in Carnights and he writes a weekly email. And he encouraged me to try it to, to write a weekly email. And the point, the, the main point about it is the main oofto I'd say is that people appreciate, people realize that you're sending them a personal message. When it's a canned message, when it's a message that's a generic message, even if you don't put the author's name, people can sense that it's not your own message. It's uh, not uncommon, I would say, for, uh, it happened to me in the past, that before, I used, before I wrote my own email, that someone would ask me about something that I had written to them. You know, in the email that I had sent out, there was a coda that they found interesting or they had a question about or whatever the case is, and I couldn't even understand what they're talking about because I had skimmed through the email, skimmed through the message, but I didn't even know myself what they were asking. So it's well, you know, it's clearly apparent that people, people really understand that it's not your message, and when it's your own message, it's a completely different story. People appreciate it a lot more, and um, it's a lot more, a lot more relevant, a lot more meaningful. I mean, it takes a lot. It takes time. There is obviously, there is obviously a lot more investment. It does take time. Um, yeah. So maybe
0: tell us what about that. What I've done is that what every you, what, what, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. How how much time does it take, and uh, when do you sit down to do it?
1: So every person is going to be different. I, I mean, I have a bit of an advantage over many other shluchim that, that maybe had the classic ultra uh, upbringing. In this regard. <laughs> I have maybe a slight advantage in the fact that I um, was raised, was born and raised in Australia until ninth grade. I had a uh, secular education. But just don't tell this to anybody. Um, <laughs> the point is yeah. that I, I, I have somewhat of a, somewhat of an ability to communicate in English, in and I have somewhat, somewhat of an understanding of grammar and uh, how to express myself in writing. And of course, that could be a hesitation for a lot of people. But it, the fact is, I, first of all, I'm, I'm not a professional writer, far from it, and I don't think my emails are professional standard. I wouldn't. I'm not saying that it's something which is worth being published on the Chabad.org or something, some prestigious website. The point is that it's personal. It's mine. It's not somebody else's work. And I, I think it's very. So you asked me what is what? how do I prepare, how do I write it. I spend every Thursday afternoon from 3.30 is when I, I work on the email. And sometimes it takes more time, sometimes it takes less time. What I do is during the week, I, I, I because I, I'm aware, I know, I'm always thinking of different ideas. So whether it's a, a VART that came up in the class on Monday night or maybe something that we touched touched on in JLI or... Even if it's something that i it, maybe it's a something a, that I learned in a Sikhar, a Mimer during the week or something that came up in conversation with somebody else, so if there's something interesting that comes up during the week, I'll always make a note of it and i'll um I'll use that information so i try that even before I sit down, I already have a general idea of what I want to write about um another thing which i'll I'll do is if anything. Of significance happens locally for sure, and, even, and also in the, in the world, the Jewish world. I'll uh, reference it. Uh, maybe that'll be the taken of the email, if it'll be uh, something that made, that made news that people have been talking about, and perhaps I have a perspective on to share. So that I'll I'll speak about the event and add my two cents. But the main point is that it it, it has to be, I've found that in order for it to actually happen, I have to set a specific time. I don't do anything else at the time. I just do the email, and I do it straight. I don't stop and do something else and then come back to it or whatever. I just do the email. Um, I don't do anything else until it's complete. Obviously, things come up, emergencies, et cetera, but generally, that's the plan. As well as that, I would say, as well as that, personally, I don't send the email before it's edited. My wife edits my email, and so corrects the punctuation, corrects the grammar occasionally. Um, I'd say that even if someone doesn't necessarily have such a strong grasp of, of the English language that they feel confident enough to write an email, I'd say they should try it because it's something that we live in America, you've spoken the language for many years, possibly most, very likely you'd read to some extent... And it's it's important to be able to communicate to to the people in the community. I mean, one of the what we're here for is to guide our barabbasim and our community in, a, in their spiritual path, in their path and terumitzus. I mean, the best way and the most consistent way is by email.
0: Can you share some some personal stories that have happened ever since you've started writing these emails?
1: Well, I'll tell you. The obvious question is: Is anyone actually reading it? So you can go on kabad.org and you can check, or whatever system you're using, Constant Contact or whatever, you can check the statistics, how many people are opening your emails, how many people are clicking on them. Even if you have a high rate of op- that people are actually opening them, high open rate, you don't necessarily know that they're actually reading the information and care what you say. But I, I'll i argue that you mean more people than you realize are actually reading it. I found that um, I'll meet someone that I haven't seen in months literally maybe a year or two, or more. Um, and they'll, they'll tell me, they've, they feel that they've connected, they feel that they're in touch with me, because every week they read we my email, every week they feel, they see that it's a personal message, and um, they appreciate it. i tell you something happened just this, a couple of weeks, before it was the sun, actually. Um, there's, there's a woman who signed up for our email list, randomly, online. She found our website, she signed up online, I emailed her when she signed up. As whenever someone signs up, I email them, you know, welcome, you live in the area, would love to meet you, whatever else, and never got a response. I emailed her a number of times, asking to to, to meet with her, never got a response. I found her address on WhitePages. dot com, and I knocked on her door, once, twice, over a few different times of a few different months over years, actually, you know, before Pesach, before Hanukkah, whenever it could be, but um, there was never. For whatever reason, I never bumped into her, I never ma- actually met her. This past summer was the first time that someone from our Chabanos actually met her the, but we had they they went and the, one of the addresses I gave was her house. They went and they visited her and they actually spoke to her. so we verified that she's a real living person and what's interesting is that a few weeks later she called me up. she wants to know if i could if I, if we could if she could come over to talk if she wanted to visit. So she came by and we're speaking and she's asked me all these questions and she was very much in aware of everything that we're doing and she even told me that that uh, she every week she reads the every week she reads the email and she really appreciates it and she, she sh- shares it with her family, she sends it around. And here's a person that for four years, five years, she's on our email list, we never met her, never knew I didn't even know if she really existed. But she reads my email every week. There's not just one story It's happened many times I, I i visited someone in the summer, put up a mezuzah, a family I never met somehow randomly they we found out they existed i got in touch with them and it turns out that a couple of years ago they had come to a Hanukkah event and signed up for our email list and getting my email every week and uh, that's it they read it they send it they share it this one the the woman in in the house had said that she shares it every week with her mother because her mother really appreciates the the inside the mother lives in the East Coast somewhere. But she shares it with her mother.
0: <laughs> do you in your email, do you share personal things, maybe something that's happening in the family to to make the connection even more uh personal?
1: Yes, definitely. Yes, hundred percent definitely. I'll talk about um if there's a milestone first of all if we have a child I'll i obviously mention that we had a child. I mean we had a couple of years ago I had a small scare while we were driving on the highway. Our car um there was there was a a, a dead cow in the middle of the road and we tried to swerve to avoid it and lost control and whatever it was, Baruch Hashem, you know, Nixon, there was we, we didn't hit anyone, we just recovered and continued going. But I mean, it, was, it could have been a terrible, could have been really, really terrible. Um, so that week I wrote about it in the email and I wrote about, you know, just what had happened, described what had happened and I wrote about my thoughts and how I, I shared that. If I remember correctly, the point that I shared was how... Uh, throughout our lives, sometimes more overtly, sometimes less less overt, we have experiences which are miraculous. And you know, even going to the regular daily, just waking up in the morning, and how we should focus on it and appreciate whatever the vote that I brought out. The point is that people responded. I must have gotten 25, 30 d- different emails feedback, and then afterwards, meeting people, different people here and there, just telling me that they uh, how much they appreciated what I said. Every week, without fail, I'll get at least a handful of emails, between three and five, in response. Sometimes agreeing with what I said, sometimes disagreeing with what I said. Um, another thing, which which because it's a personal email, so people know that I wrote it, um, I'll, and I'll I'll actually I'll actually reference it. I mean, on Shabbos, I'll be talking about whatever in the and I'll say, in similar to what we spoke about in the email yesterday, <laughs> um, and people. Because, because of the reference emails, so people know that it's, that it's real, that it's coming from me, not just a, a canned message, and um, they read it. You know, people, people appreciate something that, that you're sending, something that they, they know you, they, they, they respect you, and um, you're part of their life. You're not just some random name on a, on a, on a website. You're actually a, a live person that they can interact with. They appreciate it a lot more. I really think it's a very valuable way of uh, educating the community.
0: Ever since you started doing this, have you found that you've gotten better at it? Or you, when you look back at your emails that you, you know, when you started off, you see the difference.
1: Oh, there's no question. Of course, once you start doing something, you get better at it. Um, you get more of a hang of how how things work. It also takes less time once I once it became more comfortable with the whole idea. It takes a lot less time. Um, but also, there, the the um, the there there are some weeks that I feel a lot more, if you will, proud of the email and feel it just came out better, just expressed what I wanted to say much better. Some weeks it's no, whatever. It doesn't always come out exactly the way I, I, I'd, I'd like it to come out, but it's it's always personal and people uh, people appreciate it. I think that's the main point. I I, I think that something which 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 is the more we tell ourselves that we can't, the more we tell ourselves, you know, that we we didn't uh, graduate high school and go to college or whatever, you know, so therefore we can't do X, Y, Z, therefore we can't write a a message and thing, I I think that we do ourselves a disservice because the more we say that we don't speak English and we don't write English, so the more uh, we emphasize this point, it becomes more solidified in our own mindset and that's it. We we don't know how to write English, we don't know how to read English or we don't know how to speak and I think it's wrong because... I think, by and large, shluchim are very capable individuals, <laughs> and they have the ability to to learn very quickly. We 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 live; we're surrounded by English speakers, and we're constantly by by hookah by crookah. And we're reading English, whether it's a, an email or, or or whatever that comes from people in the community. And it, there's no question that we're able to to um, to develop a, a at least a very uh, a working a working ability to write and communicate through writing it's um, it's it definitely there's even if i mean I think whatever the case no matter how good you are, you should always have someone editing what you write um, professionals will always have edit, editors there's nothing there's nothing uh, wrong about it on the contrary they, it's something which is very important and um, I think just even having your wife look at it look over the email that you wrote and uh, Looking from a different from there from the reader's perspective, not the writer's perspective, suddenly they realize that maybe some a point is not communicated so clearly or whatever the case is uh, uh, one sentence is not structured right and they could help they could help uh, edit it um, but then another thing you could do is you could even there's there's a lot of writers in the La world that are market or so and this is already cost a few dollars, but you can communicate to them the message you want to say, and they can develop your style, your voice, they could write it for you and in your in your flavor, so of course it's different than you writing it yourself. But still, it's a uh, it's your personal message. It's written in your in your voice, and um, that's the main thing.
0: Okay, so um, the truth is you know, about what you're saying now. There are the truth is there's there's, there's a lot of shluchim that I know that went to Alatera, up, and they they do similar. Similar me- personal messages and their e- and their emails are great. Um, so it's definitely possible. I-, I agree with you.
1: No question. I um, want to I have th- one, more, one more thing. Can I, can I just add one more th- one more point? Okay. One, once people appreciate once people appreciate your, what you write about, there's many opportunities that present itself. There'll be maybe a, a, a local newspaper that wants to have uh, you know something from cl- a clergy column of some sort, or there'll be some other. Um, maybe there's a federation or something if they're friendly with you though they they ask for advice every once in a while and it once once people realize that you have what to share and you have these you have information you'd like to communicate through writing there's always other opportunities that present itself and they could help broaden your impact and help reach out to new audiences
0: right so do you? Uh, how about Facebook? Are you also using this on Facebook? This ability to write and communicating through Facebook.
1: So I what I, what I do is I actually I post it on the chabad.org. There's a there's an option you could set up a blog. So I set up a blog on our website, and it it's uh, there's a feed on our home page, and as well as that every week I'll I'll post that that week's email as a blog post on Facebook. i as, as a as a I'll put it in a link. To the to the blog update on Facebook.
0: Uh uh.
1: Which is a side point is good for your website's rankings if it has uh, new content with as well as when you're posting on Facebook if you put in a picture of some sort that, um, that's that's connected to the technol it um, it helps boost your website's ra- ratings according to the experts.
0: Do you have any last thoughts or ideas that you want to share with Shlokan on this topic?
1: I think that shluchim should develop the skills in writing, and not only in writing, in communication in general, in speaking as well. We Our task is to communicate chesidus and, and Yiddishkeit to, to to people in the community. And in order to do that, we have to be able to communicate. We might have a, a lot of hearts, and that comes across, and it's very relevant, it's very important, but we have to also be able to communicate the information that we have, the excitement that we have for, for Yiddishkeit, one way is through writing. Another thing is through speaking. Have a very uh, cliche, standard, shluchim style talk. You know, the guys that get up and they talk at the top of the lungs and very, very fast. And they put in all this information and they remember something while they're speaking at another point. And um, it's very, very inspirational, but it's not necessarily going to be heard by the Barbatten in the same way they intend it. And I think it's important to develop the skills in writing and in uh, speaking. There's many resources available. One, one way to do this is just push it, to ask someone in your community who's a writer and ask them for some basic tips, some basic basic guidance in how to structure a, a, a small a short article, which is basically what the email is. There's people that are professional speakers. You can ask them for some tips, some guidance in, in speaking. There are many other aifanim in developing skills in this area. And The basic point is by starting to do it. The more you practice, the more you actually do it, the better you'll get.
0: Thank you, Rabbi Grosdown, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatspacha and unique approach on the topic of communication through writing. We really appreciate your time.
1: My pleasure. Keep up the good work, Dovi.
0: This is Dovi Shapiro, and I just want to thank all the Shluchim that I've mentioned the podcast to other Shluchim at the Kinnos this past week. I once again want to remind any other Shliach who knows someone who does not receive the Shluchim podcast, they can simply email me at at rabbiatjewishflagstaff.com with the word subscribe or mention they want to join the podcast. And I will add them. Make it a great week.